So we're sitting here, and Millie Hayes is with us. Millie, Millie, Camille, Millie, Vanilli, Camille, Millie, Camille. Camille. I'd rather not. Camille, Cakely, <laughs> Hazy is here today. And we'll get to Millie in a minute, but Millie and I are sitting here. And Kevin and Patrick have gone off and done something together as a couple here. I'm not real sure what's going on. They've left me out. Did y'all do this while I was in Africa? Yes. But they have these jug things that they're drinking. I've not seen this kind of stuff. They're water bottles. That is not a water bottle. That's a water barrel at best. It does kind of remind it's, me of something on Donkey Kong. I don't exactly. Know. Mine holds 64 ounces. Okay. How much does yours hold? Um, is it a 64 ounce? It looks about the same size. I would imagine so. Yes, that's this. Yes. So mine is an Under Armour, and his is a what? A Contigo. Contigo. It looks like you're drinking mildly out of Darth Vader's helmet. <laughs> that's how big that thing yeah, is. Yeah, it looks like you're lifting weights while you're drinking That's water, it. Which yeah. That's a good what idea. it is. It's every a dumbbell. Time, every time you lift it to your mouth, you get a little cardio. Eight pounds mm-hmm. per yeah. gallon. I was just watching Autumn drink out of her bottle, and I said, you know what? I want something that's a, like size comparable to me like that. <laughs> if she drops that on her head, you drop that on your head, that's going to hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These things hang. Oh, yeah. It won't fit in a drink holder, so they put a hook on it so you they, can hang it on Both stuff. of them hang. <laughs> you could hang it on your window. You could. Car, yeah. Like Sonic. <laughs> both of them have locks on them, so you can lock it down. But mine sounds better. Here's, his his does have a better sound. All right, here we go. Oh, Whoa. Wow. It's got that boom. Here's mine. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it again just to make sure because right. I, I think they're. Mine's a little higher pitched than does yours. Does it is. change depending on how much water you have in it? Like yeah, the glasses? Yeah, sure. Let's see if I can. No, I can't blow on it. Oh, hey. There you go. <laughs> we're starting the jug. We're going to start a jug band. <laughs> That's what's happened. So Millie's over there with her Stanley Cup, which I've heard uh, creates wrinkles in women because no, of the straw. That's what you win from playing hockey, right? The Stanley Cup. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. It's true. But I'm a hockey player. Now this is like the women's thing. They got to have that thing. Hey, that women can play hockey too. Mm-hmm. But when did these black things pop up? Is this like everybody's got to have one of these now? I don't know, but mine is copyrighted 2020. 20 so they've been around yes they wait they have copyright on them is it patented or copyrighted or it, trademarked it's it's got the circle c interesting by uh ignite usa llc mine doesn't have that on there. not affiliated with our podcast oh sweet if you wanted to be really intense you could put that on your belt you know what yeah, i was thinking on the side i was thinking it? that but i think it might cause a bruise on my leg <laughs> <laughs> It's going to pull your pants down. That's what's going to happen. That thing would cause back problems. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a really fancy holster. So how many of these a day are you drinking, Patrick? Well, I'm supposed to be drinking two. Okay. But, well, mine came about because I went to the doctor and she told me to uh, drink drink more water. To go get you a big black jug. Well, she didn't say that. But Elizabeth actually has one of these, but it's teal. Oh. And so she bought me a black one so that we could tell them apart. So, then, so they are a thing now. Yes. and At so, least in the podcast room. All right. So, so I Kevin, have to drink two of these to make a gallon. Is that math correct? 64, 64, yeah. 128. Yeah. It's yeah. like a gallon. So, so, <laughs> so Kevin, and you all may have this, but do you remember like the clear cups that were really famous? You know, the clear, they had like a little logo on them, but it was like a cup inside of a cup. It was clear. What were those called? Like a Turvis. 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 Oh, tumblers. Yeah, uh-huh. Those were big. And then we went to the bottles. 
and then the Yeti cups came mm-hmm. out and they have all the Yeti lines and everything. And you're, then um, you're skipping the Nalgene bottles. The Nalgene yeah. bottles. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite one said hydrate or die on it. <laughs> and then uh, now we're up to these jug things. Yeah. I mean, you can get a backpack with a bladder in it and drink on it all day long, but it seems like those aren't really doing that well anymore. I do this instead of carrying around a gallon jug of water, which I see a lot, actually, too. Yeah, that was a 90s thing. Yeah. <laughs> I still see it today, but... Do you? Yeah. I just carry but around a gallon But I guess this is insulated, and it keeps it cold. Or mm-hmm. not. Well, wow. I just carried around a gallon of milk. But this is the people don't judge me as much, you know, as I carry this because they think it's water, but it's actually milk. Gallon of milk's a little harder, you With know. If you get hot, it? it's a gallon. It it's actually head. right now. It's Kool Aid. It's a gallon of Kool Aid. I've always wondered at the Indianapolis 500. You know, they drink milk. Is that cold milk or hot? Has it just been sitting somewhere? Is it I cold? hope it's cold. That'd be yes, horrible, really, because they just got it out of that hot car going 500 miles <laughs> at 200 miles an hour. Well, anyways, if you've got a big black jug, yours is Contigo <laughs> and yours is Under Armour, right? Yeah. If you've got a big black jug, let us know in the comments because I feel like I really feel left out. I really feel... You can join the jug club. I, I feel yeah. like I've got to go shopping now or something. <laughs> the jug band. I don't think I can wait till Christmas or I'd put this on my Christmas list. Haven't you already finished your Christmas shopping? Well, I'm almost done. Well, I'm talking about for other people. I'm, oh. I'm done, yeah. But oh. yeah, I got to be done for Labor Day, you know? Yeah. Man, I want to make sure y'all drink this water during this episode. So. <laughs> but we do have Millie with us and uh, welcome to the podcast room, Millie. Thanks. It's good to be here. You know, what do you think about the decorations? Last week, it was uh, given a thumbs down by Pastor Brian. He called it institutional. Yeah. Does that mean it looks like somebody would be in a straight jacket in here? Yeah. Like a mental institution? That's kind of like what I took. Yeah. We made, we made the joke that uh, they took the padding off the walls when Glenn moved out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You saying straight jacket really triggered me just now. So Was this your it office? It reminded me. Yeah. Oh, back in the day. Somewhere else. No, it was, was here. Okay. It was here. I was in that office when I first started here with Chad and I was helping college. There was mm-hmm. a desk in there and I'd sit in there. <laughs> I see that. I remember Chad's that. office was so horribly junky they could barely get in here <laughs> i you remember know, when this was built and i remember that office. yeah <laughs> i think like maybe just changing the paint color might help yeah we, it's we, a little earthy we have plans earthy so we have plans well billy you've been a part of Northside as a youth of course and everybody's kind of knows that but then you have been a one of the worship leaders in the hope hall service hope hall service it started to say nine o'clock service, but it's not. I, I saw it. It was. I saw, your, saw it, the so wheels yeah. going and uh, the 11 o'clock service, the Hope Hall service. But now you have your own office here at the church because you are a full time employee of Northside. So, congratulations. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know it's kind of hard to be up there next to my office with my large 12-month calendar hanging on the wall. <laughs> so, our so, office, jealous. But, I'm so jealous. So jealous. You know. Have we talked about those on the podcast? <laughs> we, we have yeah. not. You might as well go ahead. So, <laughs> so Miranda comes on. No, we actually did. I did we really? A couple podcasts. It, it may oh, have I been. forgot. Well, for those that haven't listened and are curious what we're talking about, <laughs> when Miranda came on, she bought a uh, four-month dry erase calendar that goes on the wall of her office. So I liked it. So I bought a six-month calendar. And now Glenn has had to one-up us all. And he bought a 12-month calendar that covers his entire office wall. And now I've got <laughs> Millie looking at an 18 month one. Yeah. <laughs> Just a contest to see who can have the biggest calendar on their wall, basically. Who can be the most organized yeah. in advance? The problem is, if you buy an 18 month calendar, 
I mean, the last six months are going to be blank. You know, we don't plan that far ahead here. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't think it's going to help organize. No, very much. I feel like it would just stress me out more to, <laughs> to be able to see that far into the future on my wall every day. But, but seriously, welcome, welcome to Northside on a full time basis. You haven't. This is like really your first full day too that we're recording this. Uh, so, how's it feel? Yeah, it just feels kind of weird. I think. That's Not a like, fair assessment. Like, it still feels weird to me sometimes. Weird in a good way, but also like weird knowing that like all of my former colleagues are often in service right now mm. and and getting ready for school to start next week. Like I was telling somebody, I think it was Miranda and I were talking about how we d- didn't have the end of summer scaries this year where yeah. you just like catch your breath because you remember <gasps> school's about to start. So it's been weird to not have that part of the anxiety, but also just like weird to have an office and think about, I don't know how much stuff has changed over the years, I guess, since, since 2007 when I was a music intern. So (laughs) there's a little bit different expectation now, I think. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and a lot of stuff has evolved and is, is really good and really cool to see that too. So I think maybe surreal is a better word than weird. Like it's just kind of come in full circle, but um, I'm really excited about it. What are some of the things that you're looking to really focus on in your new position over the 11 o'clock service, Hope Hall service? And, you know, what are some of the things that with more time and more energy and more direction are you looking forward to uh, to bring into that to that service? Yeah, so I kind of talk about what my like focus and intentions are moving forward. A lot of it is just what I've been doing already. And so I'll be continuing to lead worship and kind of manage the band in Hope Hall on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings. And I'm looking forward to maybe like bringing some new elements in there as we get going as well and incorporating more forms of worship arts into mm-hmm. our services and, and expanding some of our worship arts ministries, which you're going to be seeing on the green sheets that are, you know, servicing right now. And so things like not just music, but also incorporating um, more opportunities for people who enjoy drama Mm. and incorporating, you know, when an occasion arises for that to fit into a service where there might be a skit or a dramatic reading, visual arts, you know, we have the, the banner that we just finished that has the leaves on it from the Sunday where Brian did the churches it was meant to be, that incorporating some more visual elements for people who are artistic and gifted in that way who like to paint and draw and, and put things together and can and have visual representations for us also from dance to creative writing and just fleshing out some more of those not just for kids and for teenagers in our church but also for adults which I think is really important we're such a multi-generational church and it's something that we have kind of been missing out on not having ways for people to plug in creatively after they grow up and it's still important and we can definitely utilize all those gifts and talents in different places. Um, so I'm excited about that. And of course we are reviving youth choir mm. and that's one of the things I'm most excited about, especially coming off of the momentum that we built with a youth musical a couple months ago and getting that back up and running. It was something that was a really big part of our youth ministry here when I was growing up and when Patrick was in youth group. And um, it's also a good way to get some of those more musically inclined kids involved into what's going on at church and be able to really get that going and grow it again is something I'm looking forward to as well as when youth musical season rolls around. So, yeah. Yeah, I was gone the week the leaf thing made an appearance and Eric come back and everybody's talking about leaf this and leaf that and 
did you fill out a leaf? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys were on a plane while we were doing that. And I'm just sure. talking about leaves and trees. And I thought, I don't know what's happening here. So talk to us a little bit about what are the leaves and trees and things, just in case we were on summer vacation yeah, or so, mission uh, trips or something. At this point, you can see it in the hallway when you walk through the church. But Brian recently finished a mini sermon series called The Church As It Was Meant To Be. And it really focused on you know what it looks like to follow Jesus and to truly act out what he is calling us in scripture instead of what we think about what the church is meant to look like as as people. And so he really wanted an action step for the congregation at the end of that last sermon okay. that he preached. Yeah. And so we came up with the idea to have everyone sign their name on a leaf, like a cardstock cut out of a different color green leaf mm-hmm. as a way to create a covenant saying, yes, we will be the church as it was meant to be. Like, this is what we're going to work on moving forward as a church body. And so we had, like, they came down at the end of the service and deposited their leaves in a basket. And we collected all the leaves from the people who were at both services that day and combined them to create a banner that is a representation of a tree symbolizing Jesus's words from John chapter 15, where he says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. Mm-hmm. And if you abide in me, just as I you know, abide in the Father's love, then your fruit will be evident to the world. Um, and so it's just a, one of those cool, you know, something that we would do at summer camp a lot, kind of stuff yeah, like that. And yeah. just, it's a good visual reminder of who we are and what we're supposed to be doing and what our goal is moving forward as a church during this season. So that's one of those cool visual worship arts elements that I hope that we will be seeing more of. I like interactive church. Mm. (laughs) And that leads me to a question now that you're going to have more time to really pour into that service. Will you be getting with Patrick and Kevin? For instance, like I wasn't here that Sunday and there's a lot of people out on vacations and different stuff like that. Will y'all be getting stuff together maybe like to where people can say, I was gone to the beach, but yet when we get home or we watch the service and when we get home, there's instructions on the video or whatever to say, this is how you can do a leaf and get it to the church to put on the tree or whatever. I think that's a great idea. We have um, lots of leaves that were left over from the original Sunday that people are welcome to come by and sign. You can talk to me, you can talk to anybody on staff and they'll be able to help you with that. But it essentially there's room to grow. Yeah, That's the beauty of something like that. And yeah, what you were saying about different ways to do church. I love the unconventional different methods of getting involved in interactive worship, whether it be something like that or, you know, breaking out into a small group or... For anybody who's been around on Ash Wednesday, when we nail the blood drops to the cross, that's just something that can be really powerful and meaningful. And it's a good, once again, visual reminder of of who we are and what we're called to do. Yeah. And I'm going to start preparing people now because Ash Wednesday in 24 is on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Oh, that's that's fun. That Wednesday night, that's a Valentine's Day for Ash Wednesday. I I think it's a very appropriate thing, but... Yeah, the Ash Wednesday, that's always been really powerful because it's one thing to, you know, I don't know, see it or talk about it. But when you actually like hold the hammer in your hand and you're actually nailing into the tree, I don't know, just having that tactile experience just kind of helps drive the message home. And The more you can use all your senses at once, yes. the more it sticks with you. I'm just waiting for the smell machine. <laughs> that's kind of what I was, yeah, we're going to turn it into like a 4D theater. We're going to add like motion to the seats and we're going to spray water in your face. Yeah. Have yeah. scratch and sniff connect cards or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we're talking connect cards. <laughs> yeah. No, I like what you said, Kevin. Like yeah. as an educator background where you have to learn how to appeal to all the different learning yeah. types. It's just as important. And I mean, this is very much an educational setting as well when it comes to teaching and preaching and understanding the word and getting involved too. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like as we grow those ministries for everybody moving forward and really, you know, offer different interactive ways for people to have hands-on worship experiences. Speaking of learning, uh, a few weeks ago, you preached. And how was that? You've done, you've done this many times before, right? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I've never preached before <laughs> this past summer. And I really enjoyed it and also never want to do it again. <laughs> it's intimidating. Yeah. In many ways, but it's interesting because you're a performer, you're talented as a musician, and you stand up in front of people every every week. Yeah. Multiple times a week. You've been a teacher, you stand up in front of yes. smaller people. <laughs> um, depending they might actually be taller than you, depending on who you teach. But it's interesting to be in that role. It's different, right? Yeah, it was I guess I'm a little bit more intimidating, yeah. but also just something I had never really thought about doing before. And so I wanted to make sure that I like did a good job and did my research and also just whatever I talked about. I wanted it to be something that was relevant in the mm. life of the church too. So yeah, and what you were saying about being up there and talking on in a worship service, you just don't know how many years it took me to become comfortable <laughs> with saying words uh, during worship instead of just like singing or playing the piano. Because <laughs> for a long time, I would be like, I'll sing and I'll play for you, but I don't ask me to pray or talk because yeah. that's, that's, it's different. It's yeah. definitely different. That's one of the things I've enjoyed being able to observe you as from a younger person to a a little bit, not so younger You're person now. You're going to say an older person. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I think about my words most of the time. But tell us a little bit more about you. There may be many people who really don't know you as well as some of the rest of us, but did you grow up here at Northside? Were you always here or did you come here when you were younger or what's the story? My family started attending Northside in 2003. Okay. So at the very beginning of my freshman year in high school. And if you want to, if you want people to hear something that most of them probably don't know, <laughs> is that, is that um, I was uh, kind of shell shocked that first Sunday that we came to Northside because my mom and dad just kind of decided we were going to go to Northside one day, and I was oh. like, "What? I don't want to. <laughs> I, don't wanna. I was already, you know, being a freshman in high school is already hard enough and stressful enough, and so like suddenly being in a new environment, you know, we came from a much smaller church where our youth group was very small. We mm. might have like ten people there on a on a good night and so coming to Northside where there were typically like 20 to 30 people at youth every week and actually that first Sunday we attended the service was in the gym because there was some like renovations going on in the sanctuary I think I don't remember quite what was happening I just remember feeling very odd that we were having church in a gym because the church we went to just had like a merry-go-round you know we didn't even mm. have a gymnasium <laughs> and so yeah so we i actually since 2003 and then the ways that I started getting involved in really loving Northside and feeling like I was able to plug in and become friends with people and open up was through our youth musicals and slowly like becoming more comfortable with coming to the other things because I was able to plug in musically because that was something that I connected with and so we've been here ever since. And then when I graduated high school in 2007, I was hired as a music intern. And so along with Patrick and Bo Sage, who plays mm. electric guitar for us <laughs> on Sunday mornings in Hope Hall. And so I've kind of been 
involved in all of the different music ministries that we have for the last several years. And so that's that's a cool background to have and to see those take shape in different ways. Yeah, and then we started the service in Hope Hall in 2013, right? We just, yeah, we just celebrated our 10th anniversary mm-hmm. in January and being able to look back and see that it's been such a blessing since then is really cool. So that's a little bit about me or my history, I guess, in a nutshell. And while you were talking, Patrick and Kevin were doing dueling drinks out of their jugs. But um, yes, and then tandem drinks a while ago, throwing them across the table and catching them. Yeah. But I have a serious question too, because you've been leading or being part of leader. I mean, Cameron Mathenia helped you when he was here and stuff. So you've been doing that for a good while now, and now you're looking at it as a full-time thing. And I don't know, I've, I've been involved with church my entire life and always been extra sensitive to the way music was done and all that stuff. But are, are there new trends in worship styles and worship music? Are we on the cusp of anything? Because it seems like it's been a moment since, you know, churches were talking about um, modern worship or you know, something like that versus traditional. And we still use some of those words in-house and throw them around. But are there any differences coming that you see or as you kind of look ahead of these? I'm sure you do like I do with youth. I'm always looking at different youth stuff and y'all are always looking at different tech things and stuff. Is there anything coming new on the horizon that you're starting to see or starting changes starting to happen in the music part of worship in services and churches? You know, that's a good question because I don't always, I'm not always able to spend a lot of time observing what other churches are doing when I'm focused on what we're doing here on Sunday mornings. But as far as like mainstream Christian music, I feel like we're kind of at a a solid plateau for a while. She's forgetting about uh, polka worship. (laughs) Um, Um, That's really big on the horizon. (laughs) Um, Just get ready to see a bunch of accordions on the chancel and yeah, polka worship, it's coming. Yeah, no, I... (laughs) I think, if anything, the biggest innovations and new things are coming in the the technology side of that, just Mm. as we, you know, continue to see all these advancements in lighting and sound and what we can do with, which is definitely Patrick's area and not mine. But I'm excited about getting to spend time exploring that now that this is what I'm doing full time. And Patrick and Kevin and I are actually attending a conference in October for worship leaders and Mm. tech teams which is something that we've never done before. We've been talking about it for a while, but we've never actually been able to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, we've learned from experience and we don't always get a chance to go learn from other professionals. And so I'm excited to get some ideas and see what's out there and what's coming and, and how we can bring that back to Northside and work it into what is already working for us and just grow those areas and make them better. Yeah, because I think when we look at worship and stuff, you know, I'm the kind of person that, I don't want to know what the bulletin is going to say. I don't want it to be the same every week. I want mm-hmm. it to be completely different. I want it to be led in worship. I don't want to do the same songs. I don't want to do the same structure. I want it to be completely different every time. And I know I'm really weird and I'm really different in that world. But I think it's important for us to stay moving yeah. in what's coming and what's appealing, but not to just hit what the masses want, but what really is appealing to the throne of God. Now, I know ultimately it's just our honest approach, our honest giving of everything we have, you know, so I I just, I'm always interested to hear what's kind of beginning to stir in the hearts of those people who are leading these things. Yeah, that's for sure a good, you know, 
that what I feel like we have always tried to do when we plan worship is to speak to the heart of God and what the Holy Spirit is calling us to do. But also like we try to be really respectful of everybody's talents and gifts that they bring Mm -hmm. to the table at the same time and play to those strengths in the services, which um, I think is something that Northside's always done a really good job with. And I'm excited to see what that looks like moving forward when we start incorporating more of these worship arts avenues um, within that with the visual art and whether it be dance or like the dramatic scripture readings like we Mm -hmm. had a couple weeks ago or the skits and continuing to play to those strengths and also what you said, walking along with any advancements that are coming because we need to continue to grow too to foster a place where people feel welcome and comfortable and want to be and excited to be there and are able to actively participate in worship at the same time. One of the things I think about too is uh, how flexible are we as Christians, but you know, in a church setting, if we're very rigid, I think we miss an opportunity to speak to not necessarily one group of people, but various different kinds of people. And so I think we talked about with Brian about it's the relationships that matter and the way we do things, it definitely is important, but mixing things in there can appeal to a lot of different people. Absolutely. And I think that if we as a church can kind of release our death grip Mm -hmm. on some things, there's some elements of tradition that I like just like the next person. But sometimes the death grip on the tradition can be a hindrance to worship, in my opinion. And so I'm excited about new things. I'm excited about people who are willing to try something new. And uh, we've learned in parenting, for example, you're going to fail. <laughs> you know, you're going to fail at something. But with a, with a growth mentality, you can think about every opportunity as an opportunity to learn and grow. Mm, yeah. And so I think that applies to all areas of our life, especially our Christian walk too. And so I'm excited about doing some new things, trying some new things. And not everything will yeah. you know, work maybe as we wanted it to or whatever, but being willing to uh, just relax our grip a little bit and try some new things, that could be a, could be a really positive step. I'm anxious for some acapella. Hey, and acapella and beatboxing, right? You were no, talking no. about that. Last and time. doo-wop, doo <laughs> No, but acapella, bluegrass. Ooh, ah. yeah, that'd Ooh. be fun. Little bluegrass. Get bust out the banjo. <laughs> Oh, they're saying acapella bluegrass. I did too. That's why I was like, does it, does <laughs> it, is it still bluegrass if you take the instruments out of it and you're just... But it's acapella if you... Acapella. It's acapella if you make the instruments with your, mm. with your mouth. I'll be the banjo. There you go. Mandolin and Got it. upright bass and everything. Yeah. Huh? Doom, 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 doom. Okay. <laughs> well, you can already play the jug because <laughs> they both you have, have your water jugs they in both front of you. Have had another drink since we've uh, been talking. So. Well, yeah, cool. I mean, it's fun. I, I think it's great that we have you with the Hope Hall and Ray with the sanctuary area, and and y'all are you know sharing a few things, but for the most part really truly focused on what that worship times look like at each space mm-hmm. and i think that's good so we're i'm glad to have you as a next door neighbor and on staff full-time yeah, so thanks. that'll be I've, fun i feel very welcome for sure there hasn't been any trepidation there about like i don't know if i'm gonna get along with the people i mm-hmm. work with or not because <laughs> we've technically all worked together for so long and i'm excited about working in ministry full-time not something i ever thought i would do so so what else do you bring to the staff i mean Monica's a really good chef and Jana brings like chocolate stuff and I'll barbecue occasionally see what 
Patrick. I bring the jokes. The jokes. And then his weird <laughs> deviled egg pie. And uh, um, so, I mean, do you, what's your special? I mean, I have two really cute dogs that, uh, like, I can bring up here whenever you're feeling stressed and you can just play with them. Nice. And pet them. We need yeah. an ice cream person. Eats know, ice cream. I'll be no, wait, bring, the, Patrick's ice cream for wife, everybody. like, yeah. you know, Elizabeth's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, we, yeah. Need, we need her dad to live closer, though. Yeah, he for sure. <laughs> Or so, just send us ice cream like weekly. You know, it's good that he lives as far away as he does, or I would be twice the size that I am. <laughs> well, again, we're glad to have you full time and excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see all of these different types of things that we can get involved with and stuff. And I, I'm glad we're going to have some leaves out there because I can now feel a part of the group. I may do two leaves, and then when I buy my Bubba jug, I'm just going to put a leaf on there too. <laughs> there you go. Hey, like I said, there's lots of them left over. So you guys need a cardstock leaf? Come get one. <laughs> cool. Well, Patrick, what do we have coming down the road that people might be able to get involved with here soon? All right. So we started this on August 6th, but we're still in the heat of it. Green Sheets. So I got to plug this again. Green Sheets. This is your chance to volunteer and get involved in a ministry. Like worship arts. Like worship arts. Yeah. Yes, Millie can talk more to that. If you have questions about it, find her, talk to her, hunt her down. Because there's actually some new things under Worship Arts that haven't been on there before. I know I know, we do green sheets every year, but the green sheets are not always the same every year. <laughs> there are new things being added and old things being taken away. When they're online, are they green? Yes. Ooh, so it's always green. I tried to match the color as closely as I could. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's that weird, gross... Uh, pea green color <laughs> i feel oh, i feel like. shag carpet green yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've been waiting for a sign to get involved this is your sign to get involved so fill out a green sheet here's also here's your sign <laughs> here, here's your sign <laughs> also last week we started our new wednesday night schedule so that is going to continue tomorrow new lineup is five o'clock dinner and then 6.15 for activities for all ages. Um, that includes Bible study, choir practice, youth, children, all of the above. The choir has started rehearsing for the cantata. So it's still early enough that if you want to get involved in that um, and sing with the choir for the Christmas cantata, go to choir practice, 6.15 in the sanctuary. Pastor Brian is in the middle of his Jesus-Shaped People sermon series. He started that on Sunday. So if you missed that, make sure you go back on the on YouTube or on the app or the website and watch last week's sermon to get caught up before you come to church this Sunday. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could come and it wouldn't matter that much. But me as a completionist, I like to, uh, to see the whole series. I don't like to jump in, in the, on, the, on the second act. So, But yeah, Brian's going to continue his Jesus-Shaped People sermon series this Sunday. So you don't want to miss that. It's really good. Anyways, I feel like I should uh, make like a tree and leave. <laughs> and Glenn's shaking his head. All right, let's end this. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks for podcasting with me. And thanks to all of you out there in the world for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest to catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast. Go to our website, northsidejackson.com, or email us at podcast at northsidejackson.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Once again, this is Patrick. This is Glenn. I'm Kevin. And Millie. And that's what's happening at Northside Now.
Bye-bye. Just last few seconds.